there's exciting days that I get excited about and there are exciting days that are very stressful and uh, I would rather I was in bed with my head under the duvet and today has been the latter type of exciting day so uh, I'm just calming down as I record this so welcome to episode 122 of Mr Burt Pods. No, yes, it's been it's been a day. Uh, that's all I can say. I'm going to have to go back uh, to when I'm going back to yesterday. No, the fridge. It's all the fridge, uh, fridge freezer. Uh, one of those big things that you have in your kitchen that keeps food cold. Um, I've been in the habit of not shutting the door properly. Uh, and consequently, uh, so it was thought, fortunately, uh, the outcome is different. Uh, it's started going strange. Well, it, it goes a bit weird every now and then, but it's 15 years old, which I don't think is long uh, to have a fridge freezer, to be honest. I think fridge freezers should last for uh, a good 50 odd years. Our boiler is probably about 30 years old or something. It's not perfect. Uh, it's got bits wrong with it, but I just know if we get a new boiler, it's going to last about five years and that'll be it. Um, because nothing, I'll start ranting about this later, nothing is made to last anymore. Uh, which is probably why people like the repair shop uh, on BBC so much. Um, but I digress. So yes, it's, it's always gone a bit blippy, the uh, fridge, but then on, when was it, yesterday morning, Sunday morning, was it Sunday morning? It started, uh, all the lights started flashing and uh, it was making buzzing noises and it didn't feel very cold inside. So um, there was a scurrying to the drawer with all the uh, instruction manuals for all the appliances we have in the house, flat. Uh, of course, it was so old, couldn't find that. And then there's like, other scurrying online to try and find uh, online versions of manuals, instruction manuals, and then I foolishly went into a forum. <laughs> God. And it was actually quite useful because the, the first question was fitted pretty much with the problem we had. And then um, there must have been men. They just they couldn't have been women. Um, the person, somebody else answered the question and then made some sort of off the cuff remark about the format or something of the original question and it just went downhill from there. The pair of them just started arguing with each other uh, and upsetting each other except one was trying to keep it calm and by so doing did it in such a way that it made the whole thing worse. He kept putting a little wink emoticon or emoji at the end and it was just the wrong thing to do. <laughs> and then you could just the other person was just getting more and more wound up by it all. Uh, and at the same time, they were discussing how to mend this problem, the fridge freezer. But it was one of those threads as well that I can never follow through. Uh, and I just ended up despairing and uh, didn't get anywhere with that. But what I saw, well, I did a bit. I sort of worked out that possibly I'm hanging on to a cup of tea because it's cold. Mm. The tea's warm. Actually, more on the tea later. Um, it's very important. Um, so what I 
gathered is that there's some sort of a sensor or something that gets iced up, although it's not a fridge freezer, ice is, uh, and then that sets things on a blink and you have to defrost it. So then we're in a big 24 hours, they were saying. Uh, it was found online manual to say something similar, but the, uh, the online manual said 12 hours. Uh, we were going out, so it was all a bit of a faff. So I ended up texting poor uh, the hippie family down the road uh, who were out for the day. So I managed to ruin their day and ended up having to shove a load of uh, stuff from our freezer into their very full freezer. Uh, I've now can't remember what I've put in it. So when I hopefully, I hope I will go back tomorrow and get it, be able to. Um, I won't be able to remember what I've put in there or where I've put in it. So that's very useful. And um, then the rest went in cooler bags, freezer bags. And then most of the fridge stuff suddenly realised that she doesn't need to be cold. It's, we just put it in the fridge because we put it in the fridge. I don't know. Anyway, um, so that was all that. And then we had to go out because yesterday I had a little uh, a teeny tiny tea party uh, in uh, a late, sort of very, very late actually celebration of my birthday. Uh, so it was just family and a couple of friends. Uh, and it was lovely, actually. It was very nice. Uh, slightly spoiled by the fact Darren turned up. But other than that, uh, so it was in a little French brasserie, which isn't the sort of place you would expect a teeny tiny tea party, um, which we'd been wandering around the streets with a friend some time ago and were just getting into that state of getting hungry and not knowing where to go. And then, and then you end up wandering everywhere and you get more and more angry and hungry and can't decide where to eat. And uh, we nipped it in the bud by going into this French brasserie. I'm not a big one on French food, I must admit. But oh, that tea is so nice. More on the tea later. And they, uh, it was lovely. It was a really, really nice meal. And uh, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't cheap, but it was lovely for what it was. And it was, uh, had very lovely service. It felt like a proper French brasserie. Well, obviously it wasn't because it's in the middle of London. So um, I saw they did afternoon tea. So I thought, oh, well, I'll just try it. And uh they do it between 12 and 4 which is really annoying so I had to book it for 2 o'clock and then I had a big palaver trying to get people together despite the fact there was hardly anybody there still palaver getting them all together and um, of course Darren Darren just I, I was Darren just decided to start winding me up by text uh, and it was very funny what he was doing but I was caught between finding what he was doing really really funny and wanting to punch him in the face because I was so stressed by it <laughs> um, so eventually he said, because he was going to Cambridge and it all just got complicated on Saturday. So he said uh, he would turn up. Uh, anyway, I'm, we managed to get everything done, put loads and loads of towels on the floor in case, because the trouble is with our, our kitchen floor is it's on a slant. And if you pour water in the middle of the floor, not that I ever do, but occasionally water gets spilt, it all flows like a beautiful river uh, towards the window and then down the wall of the uh, kitchen downstairs. <sighs> so um, loads of towels were put down, which were, as it turned out, we didn't need to because there was no water. We turned the fridge off, uh, went out uh, separately because it was all getting a bit stressful at that point. Because <laughs> I really wanted to get there first because I didn't want to be late with people turning up. and uh, But also a bag of dark cherries, frozen dark cherries had unfrozen in one of the drawers in the freezer and it looked like a bloodbath in there so that had to be cleaned up. <laughs> 
So I was quite stressed. And uh, anyway, so it was all lovely. And I got there first. That was marvellous. And uh, got a beep on my tech on my phone and looked. Uh, this was at what, 10 to 2. And we had to be out by 4. And it was a text from Darren saying, just leaving Cambridge now. We'll be there as soon as I can. So uh, I, bre I breathed. I breathed quite deeply at that point. Uh, or did I gasp for air? It was one or the other. And then, um, of course, he was standing right behind me. Thought it was hilariously funny. Uh, and it wasn't. It, well, it was hilariously funny, but I still could have punched him in the face at that point. So, um, and then, uh, yeah. So everyone, I always get a bit panicky, which is why I never do gatherings because I'm always completely convinced no one is going to get on with anyone else. Ever since about fifty-five million years ago, I had a birthday outing. And no one got on with each other and no one really spoke to each other. And it was just awful. And that has so ingrained itself. I mean, it's it's um, brand branded on my flesh almost, uh, the memory of it, except you don't remember things in your flesh. But you know what I mean? Uh, that I've ever since I've been really had to about these things. But anyway, everyone got on fine. It was lovely. So there's no need for me to worry about anything. And then um, so. Uh, there had been a choice between a bottomless Prosecco afternoon tea or just afternoon tea. And I just merrily said to the woman when I booked, oh, no, no, no one will want to drink. It's a Sunday. Uh, and then everybody orders the flipping bottomless Prosecco uh, tea. So um, that was quite strange. I don't find Prosecco and afternoon tea go together, really. I think tea and afternoon tea go together. But, um, and it was very reasonable. It was only five pounds more for the bottomless Prosecco. And goodness knows how many bottles we got through, a lot. So anyway, enough of that. Uh, got home, fridge was sort of all right. Uh, and then got into a bit of a twizzle because couldn't decide whether to leave the fridge on overnight. And uh, decided to turn it back on anyway, put some stuff back in. And I woke up in the middle of the night and all I could do was click, 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 click. And of course, the fridge is absolutely miles away from the bedroom. Bat ears, stress, anxiety. Uh, and of course, it was still doing that this morning. So um, I then rang. I thought, well, we've just got to get this sorted out. Then, rest is such a boring story. I'm so sorry. Then rang... Um, I rang a man I got through which trusted traders and he was absolutely lovely but said he just couldn't come today until Wednesday and he said that's going to be too late and I said oh well if I can't find anyone else I'll ring you back and he was really nice I then rang this other place which wasn't which trusted traders and I was a bit wary uh, but they sounded all right so I, they could come tomorrow um booked him in then somebody said uh, what's the call-out charge? And of course, I looked back on the website and couldn't find a call-out charge. So then I had to ring back. And it looked like a company, but obviously, I was, and it even had a menu of press one, two, three for different things. But it was just a man on same man on a mobile, as far as I could see, could work out. So uh, that was all thrilling. And then he said eighty quid. So okay, that's fine. It's not a problem. And then at that point, the first man then rang back and said, um, "I've just had a cancellation or something. I'm in the area." Do you, do you still want someone? And I went, oh, God, well, I have got someone. I said, but yes, that'd be, that'd be great. I'd rather have you because you're which trusted trader. Uh, and because um, then I had to cancel the other man and he was not happy. <laughs> Just put the phone down on me. And then I felt dreadful. And then um, anyway, uh, and then, of course, run had just got out the window at this point. Uh, but I did manage uh, about half an hour with Adrienne 
doing heel. I mean, thank goodness, and that's not toe heel. That was uh, H-E-A-L. It was a very calm. It was actually meditation rather than yoga, uh, which did me the world of good. I have to say, it was just what I needed. Although someone rang in the middle of it. And um, yes, I'm on week... No, I'm on day eight with Adrienne, uh, probably about week 10 uh, in practice. So, uh, yeah, so I had to cancel the run. And then this man basically rang and said, oh, I'll be there in five minutes. Oh, he said originally he could be there in the next couple of hours. So that's why I had to forfeit the run. Um, and yes, I do run around Ali Pani. There's, there may be some new listeners uh, who I'm just explaining things for. Um, and then he rang and said, I'll be there in five minutes. So he was lovely and he came in in five minutes. The first thing he did, and I was so impressed by this, was he put blue plastic things over his shoes uh, so that he didn't tromp his outside shoes all over the flat. And wasn't that considerate? So, you know, from from the minute I met him, that went down really well. And he was independent. He wasn't working for any company, so he didn't have any anything to sell. Uh, and he spent quite a while looking at it and basically said it was a disaster. It was like three things are wrong that were all linked up. It was going to cost us an absolute fortune to get it mended. But it was 15 years old. Um, and he said nowadays nothing's made to last more than 10 years. He said washing machines, fridges, cookers, anything, everything just lasts about 10 years. He said they're all crap. <laughs> said in a thick Romanian accent. So I think, well, you know, say it how it is. That's what I like. Uh, so he was lovely. And he charged 40 quid. He was in quite a long time and he pulled the whole thing apart. Uh, he gave us really detailed explanation, but in a layman's way of what was wrong with it and why and how much everything was going to cost if we had it repaired and how long it would take. Um, and then basically said, it's, you know, it's up to you, but it's probably easier just to get a new um, thing. So um, so I'm going to keep his card because apparently he does, they do other things. I don't know if it's just him on his own or there's other people. Uh, so I'm going to keep his card because he was lovely. Um, it was just so nice having someone you feel you can trust. So then the rest of the morning was uh, into this afternoon was spent faffing around. John Lewis said they do a next day delivery on. Uh, we had to choose, of course, choose a new dreaded thing. And then um, once that's chosen, John Lewis said next day delivery. And then you put all your details and everything in, in and then they say, oh, no, we can't do it the next day. It's going to be here on the 28th or something. I was like, really? Um, so then I managed to look at a few other places. It was all very stressful. <laughs> and, um, eventually I found Curry's uh, and about three o'clock I managed to get Curry's, who were a little bit more than about the same price as John Lewis, but whack a load of money on for a next day delivery. Oh, of course, the, the plan for tomorrow was to, we were going to have a day out because uh, both of us were not doing anything. So um, one of us had done a lot of work into various day trips we could do. Uh, all that's just gone out the window, which is fine. We've got to have this stupid thing. Uh, oh, and also I had to put a load of more stuff down uh, into the neighbour's <laughs> fridge down, freezer and freezer downstairs because that was all melting in the freezer bags we put them in. Uh, so thank goodness for neighbours. And um, thank you, neighbours. I, I can't tell you how needed and valued you are at times like this. So, um, yeah, so to cut a long story short, that, that was a very long story that wasn't the slightest bit cut short, actually. It was the whole thing. Um, we've got Curry's delivering by one o'clock tomorrow for 45 quid. Not for, That's the delivery charge. Uh, otherwise, it's 30 quid for 7am to 7pm. I just can't face staying in all day. Uh, and... Uh, Ugh, there's no other day this week that was convenient. Anyway, this has got long and boring now. 
so um that was that that was the morning so it was uh, it was a really exciting day now the tea i'm drinking is because i had a friend over on what day did they come over they came over to meet duffy as we don't know how long duffy is with us uh they came over to she's lying with her head on a little um that mouse bird catnip toy she, she looks very sweet um we don't know actually i may have already mentioned it anyway uh they came over to meet duffy and um uh brought some tea for my birthday and i don't like fairy teas and i know this fairy tea being you know these fiddly widdly waddly teas that aren't don't have any tea in them and um but this was black tea from Fortnum Masons and it's toffee and apple. It sounds horrible, but actually it's really delicious. It's very comforting. So it's basically got a toffee flavour to them. So it's a proper black tea, as in black leaved tea, proper tea, not a fairy tea. And um, it's got, I think it's got a toffee flavour to it. And then they've got lots of bits of apple in the bag. So real apple, dried apple. So it's really delicious and very comforting and a bit like hot chocolate. Well, I mean, it doesn't taste like hot chocolate. It's got that same sort of comforting feel for me. It may not for other people. I'm just putting that disclaimer in. So, um, da, 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 da. so yes, so I'm having a very nice time with my toffee uh, apple. There's mould all over that table. That's good. Um, I'm very having a very nice time with my thing. I've also, um, I get so stressed uh, about her feeding habits because she used to be fed four times a day and she used to arrive uh, on the hour, every hour that she needed feeding. Uh, and then recently it's all gone all over. Since she's got ill, it's all gone all over the place. So I don't know why I've been worried about it, to be honest, because she's poos for Britain. Um, so something's going in. So A, I've noticed she eats more biscuits than I think she does. And I keep giving her food that she just ignores all night and then I chuck it all away in the morning. And I've started like practically spoon feeding or with these tiny little bits of food that she eats up and then I give her a little bit more so I don't none goes to waste. What happened this morning was I opened the door on her in the front room and there was she'd had two dishes of food. Uh one was pretty much eaten and the other was pretty much untouched as usual. And um she didn't get much attention because obviously of all the comings and goings of buffing around. And then I suddenly noticed her eating. So she's just eating happily the food that I put in last night that normally I'd have just chucked away. So I thought, well, I won't give her any more food. She can eat that. And then later on, I saw her happily eating, quite happy, quite happily eating again. So I just think, I think she's come from the cattery, which obviously has set feeding times. Uh, she's obviously come to a new place, probably panicked that no one's going to feed her, gone with the set cattery feeding times. And now, of course, she's been here since February. She's relaxed now. She knows she's going to get fed. She knows I'm going to get completely stressed out by the fact she won't eat. Um, so she just eats when she wants to eat. Uh, it's taken me, I don't know, how many months has that taken me to work, work out? I'll probably next week on this podcast, I'll be telling you something completely different. Um, so the only other news is I'm working very hard. Uh, and that's all quite interesting. And uh, I've got, uh, oh, we went to the cinema on Friday. We went to see Emily, which is the film about Emily Bronte. A very, well, it's not really a biography of her. Uh, it's more um, a creative imagining of her. I think I wrote, read somewhere. Uh, and it's brilliant. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's not everybody's cup of tea. I know I always say that, but it depends what you're in the mood for. Um, it starts out a bit conventionally as a biopic. My heart sank. And then it turns, it's got this, weird scene uh with a mask 
which sort of changes the whole atmosphere. It's beautifully photographed and you never, I don't think there's ever a moment where you don't, where you see something you don't need to see. There's little moments where the camera's on her face when other people are talking to her. So you don't conventionally, you always see the person talking. And with this, it was like the camera was on the person listening. Uh, the music was used in really interesting ways. There was bits of short scenes of narrative that were just driven by music and not by dialogue. It could have been awful. It could have been absolutely dreadful. Uh, it could have been... Because um, it portrayed her as an outsider, a teenage outsider. Well, not teenage issues. Well, she was young, wasn't she? Um, it could have had all the cliches of biopic. And it it sort of touched, put them all in, but very gently and so originally that and creatively with such imagination. It was just, it was beautiful. And I was really moved at the end. It plays around with the historical facts. Things happen that probably didn't happen, but they might have done, who knows. Um, it's not, this is the life of fact, 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 fact. But it portrays her as a real feeling 3D person, woman, uh, which is fairly unusual even these days. Um, and it also dwelt on, there was no baddies. I mean, there's a character who sort of is the baddie, but isn't. Um, far too complex for that. And it it's basically her relationship with him and her brother and to some extent her father. Um, as well as her own personality. Uh, I highly recommend it. It's, it's stunning to look at. The soundtrack's just beautiful. Uh, and it's um, it's just a very original film. Oh, I'm completely out of breath now. And I think I've bored everybody rigid with my fridge freezer story. So I'm so sorry to people listening to this for the first time. You just had 20 minutes of me going on about fridge freezer. It's just, uh, I do apologise. But I'm afraid that's foremost in my mind at the moment. Um, hoping well that next podcast we'll be hearing all about the fact that Fridge Freezer turned up on Tuesday and is now working beautifully. Uh, yes, thank you all for listening and uh, thank you for listening. <laughs>